Welcome to the May Contain Wine Podcast, brought to you by Wine, Women, and Wellbeing. I'm your host, Lisa Webb, and together we're going to get to know incredible women doing all kinds of interesting things. So grab a glass and get ready to be inspired by the amazing women in our global community. Hello everyone, it's Lisa Webb here, founder of Wine, Women and Wellbeing. I am so excited to let you know that the Manifest Tour is right around the corner. We are working hard behind the scenes and before we announce it, we've got a few things to take care of. We've got a few I's to dot and T's to cross, but we are on our way. We have just opened up sponsorship. Now, if you have a business and you would like to have your product or service showcased in front of thousands of women, we've got a place for you at the Manifest Tour. So if you are interested in sponsorship, please reach out to info at winewomenwellbeing.com because we would love to help make your business shine. Hello, my friends. Today, I am talking with Dr. Julie Thompson. She has practiced family medicine since 2006, and for the past 10 years, she specialized in medical aesthetics ranging from injectables to laser skin resurfacing to more serious problems and concerns like acne and melasma. Trained by some of Canada's most respected injectors, Dr. Julie is known for her gentle touch, her subtle beautification, and genuine warmth. Dr. Thompson believes in the combination of science and aesthetics to allow women to look natural and feel their best. Dr. Thompson is a mother of two who loves to spend time with her family at home and in her beautiful backyard of the Rocky Mountains. Hello, Julie. How are you? Hi, Lisa. Nice it to see you so today. Lovely to see you. Um, all is well in your world there? All is well. We have an extended fall, so everyone in Calgary is very happy. That is beautiful, beautiful. That's happening here too, and I just love that. Um, I am excited to dive in with you. Um, Julie and I know each other in real life, which is always so nice. Um, Julie was a sponsor of our WILD conference in 2022, and we were so excited to have you there. We can talk about that a little bit later. Um, but what I want to know is we talked about you are a medical doctor, you specialize in all things women's health. You can tell us a little bit more about that later, but I want to know, was this always the path for you? Did you always know you wanted to be a doctor? Well, I started out my career in obstetrics. So women's health has always been dear to my heart. I did that for over eight years. And as I became a mother myself, I started to notice, you know, the fine lines and wrinkles. I went from, you know, the beautiful pregnancy, glowing skin and perfect hair to being sleep deprived and, you know, the hair loss that happens just after pregnancy. And I said, I want to learn more about, you know, aesthetics and what I can do to make my patients feel a little bit better when they're, you know, new moms and all their bodies and hormones are changing. 
Yes. So what was that shift like for you? Was that, was it an easy shift? Did it take some work? Was it a journey? What was your path? Because as a new mom, we don't really have a lot of time. So um, it's impressive when people in the medical career can, can shift and learn and grow and, and find the time and find the ambition and the drive as a new tired mom. So what was the road to leading from where you were to medical aesthetics? I I think at the beginning, I was mostly in the obstetrics world, and I put one toe into the medical aesthetics. And slowly over the last kind of 10 years, I've left the obstetrics world and went full time into dermatology and aesthetics. So it has been a, a long journey, but a very rewarding one. And I just recently graduated from the University of Cardiff with my diploma in, uh, dermatology and dermoscopy. And I did that over COVID, believe it or not, with two kids and working full time. And this is what I mean. This is what people need to know, because it's not just like, oh, I just dabble in this a little bit. Like you went for it because COVID, we were all just trying to survive and here you are going to school. So (laughs) Uh, tell me again, say it again, dermatology and well, dermoscopy is Dermos- the- yes. Can you tell me what that is, please? I don't know what dermoscopy is. Used to diagnose skin cancer. So instead of just using the naked eye, we use a dermatoscope that lets us look at like the architecture of the mole underneath the skin. So it helps us know which moles to biopsy and okay. which ones not. So hopefully, okay, so- unnecessary biopsies, but also lets us diagnose skin cancer that's not easily see with the naked eye. So it's an amazing tool and it's really changed the field of dermatology. Okay. I have to ask you because it's not often I have a one-on-one conversation with a specialist. How do I know if someone's listening and they're like, oh, well, I actually, I have this mole or I have this funny spot. At what point do we need to go in and see someone like you or see a doctor or see a specialist or get it checked out? How do we know? Like what's the difference between a beauty mark and a, oh, maybe you should get that checked. Well, a lot of things play a role, but I would say if you have a strong family history of skin cancer or melanoma, you should be checked. If you have over 100 moles or you spend a lot of time in the sun or in tanning beds, probably should be checked. And then we usually give you the mnemonic of ABCDE, which is asymmetry. So if the mole is not completely round, border, if the border looks like the coast of England instead of like a smooth circle, mm-hmm. you should get it checked if it has more than one color. So C is for color. D is for diameter. So something over five millimeters. So a pencil eraser is a good rule of thumb. And then E is evolving. So if it's bleeding, if it's itchy, if it's changing, any kind of concern whatsoever, if it's a brand new mole you've never had before, those are all reasons to come in. Okay. And now I have to go back because I'm paranoid now. Uh, Is there a difference between a beauty mark and a mole? You said if you have more than a hundred moles, is that like the dots that we get? Again, as we age, we get these dots on our skin. I call them beauty marks. Um, Is that a beauty mark or is that a mole? Moles are raised. Is that the difference? uh, Marilyn Monroe mole is Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about, a mole or a beauty mark. The The brown marks that you get after sun damage are more like sun freckles, I call them. Oh, I got a lot of those. (laughs) Don't judge. (laughs) Yeah, But learning, learning as we go, right? Because like, let's be honest, uh, I was a teenager in the time where we put baby oil on our skin and went and lied out in the yard. So that's horrifying to think about. 
don't do that anymore. Okay. So what, what I would love to know is now that you've, you've taken this education that you have, you are in the medical aesthetics world. You spend a lot of time with women. You spend a lot of time helping women step into what it is they want. What, what is it that they want? What do women want when they come and see you? How do you help them? Well, if you don't mind, I just wanted to share a little story that our experience that I've had recently. Um, a girlfriend invited me on a hike. She's like, oh, it'll be super easy. Bring the kids. It's going to be beautiful. It's in Kananaskis. The fall leaves are changing. I'm like, okay, I'll go. It's going to be great. And it was the hardest hike ever. And my two friends were super fit. All the kids were super fit. And they basically left me behind. So I was hiking in Kananaskis. I scared I was going to get eaten by a bear. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you're just like, your legs are so tired. You're huffing and puffing. You're like, I don't know how I'm ever going to finish this hike. It's so hard. And I know they're waiting for me. And this just came a point in the hike where I'm like, it's so beautiful here. And I've got to stop and take a few photos, a few videos and when I was sitting there and actually had some quiet time to myself, I realized this is really a metaphor for life. Like sometimes in our life, um, we really have to struggle. Like we really have to just take it one step at a time and push through and, and breathe and just encourage yourself. Like I can do this. I can finish this. And that was kind of my moment that day on the hike. It was just surreal. And it really made me think of everything that me personally had been through in my life. And I don't know, I know a lot of people think getting into med school is hard. And of course, doing this dermatology in COVID was hard. But you know, I um, was a widow and a single mother, and I lost my mother. And I've also um, have a chronic autoimmune disease. And I was just reflecting, I'm like, wow, you know, I have been through a lot and I did persevere and I took it one step at a time and I never thought I'd be where I am today to have like a beautiful family, a beautiful husband, a great job, feeling healthy despite my illness. And I have so much to be grateful for. And I think we get so busy in life and we think we can't do things or we think, you know, taking the next step is kind of scary. And we just have to remember like everything we've already been through and everything that we've conquered. And that's kind of what that hike really did for me. I was like, wow, you know, it was mm -hmm. just an aha moment of like all the struggles I've been through and where I am now. And it's Absolutely. just, it's just something that we all have to remember. We've all been through something. Everyone can relate to something I've been through. And I think this really translates to my work in the clinic. Because people say, you know, why do you love obstetrics and why do you love aesthetics? And I think I bring to the table not how I do it, but my approach to it and my understanding of my patients. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I have something different to bring to the table based on my starting out in family medicine and just my experiences as a mother and the journeys I've been on. Yes, and I think that feeling seen and feeling validated and feeling 
important is something that we can all relate to. It's something that we all search for. It's something that we all hope for. And I know that when people come and they see you and they visit you in your clinic and the, the way in which you approach your work and life um, very much validates those people who come and see you and just taking the time to be there for them. Um, so that's something very special as well. So you are a huge supporter of women. You're a supporter of our community and what you touched on this a little bit, but where do you find your inspiration? I think my biggest inspiration comes from understanding my patients. Like I'll give you an example. I had one patient come in who I've known for years, who's been struggling with hair loss. She actually lost her eyebrows and her eyelashes mm -hmm. and I helped her grow them back. And she came in to me to do a consult. And she said, you know, Dr. Thompson, you've got to help me. I've got a conference coming up. I wish I had lost more weight. Uh, I'm not feeling good about myself. I feel like everyone there is like 30 years old and gorgeous or they're 65 years old and they're walking out the door. Can you please help me? Like I need Botox, I need something. And she was really, really down and really not feeling confident. And I said to her like, yeah, sure, we can help you. And we, we made this close connection because I've known her for years, but I kind of understand everything that she's going through and she's a mom and she has a really busy job and she's got this other health condition that's affecting her health. And, and I just focused on like, wow, your eyelashes, they look amazing. Like that Latisse, I need to get on it myself. Like it's amazing. And I said, your eyelashes are better than mine. They look like extensions. And so I could see a little smile in her saying like, oh, she's feeling better about herself. And we did a treatment and she was feeling better. And it's those little things. Like, I think as a family doctor, I can understand them like 360 from like an emotional point of view, from a skin health point of view, from whatever else is going on in their life. And I feel like people come to me for aesthetic treatments because they're in a situation of transition. Like maybe they're you know, been out of the workforce for a few years and they need the confidence to go back into the boardroom or there's someone who's hoping to get a promotion and they want to look their best or someone who just feels like super tired and people are noticing on the Zoom calls mm -hmm. and they just want to refresh, right? So I don't know, I can attack it from all different angles and I feel like I really do have their best interests at heart to kind of understand who they are and if there's something related that I notice in the aesthetic treatment, like I'm happy to help them with other things like skin cancer checks or their acne or their hair loss. So is there somewhere you start when, if women come in and they say like, I'm just feeling tired. I just don't feel like I, I'm my best self. I want a boost. I want a little self-esteem boost. What can you give me? Do you have a go-to thing that you're like, this is what's going to make this is what makes all the ladies feel good. Or is it person by person? Or do you have like a favorite thing that you love to do for people? I think it's, it is individualized, but I say Botox is the easiest, best pick you pick me up because it works so well. And it really does make you look younger in short order. It's like, but I mean, sometimes it's people's skin. Like sometimes it's just trying to get rid of those, you know, hormonal acne that they're struggling with. Other times it's melasma. Like they got this pigmentation that they can't get rid of and they're self-conscious. 
So it really is individualized. Yes. So I want to go back to the fact that you're always doing continuous education. You invest in yourself and in your education and you're a mom and you're running a business and you're doing all of the things. How do you juggle that all? How do you make it work? How do you fit it in? Yeah, well, I've learned how to make a beautiful uh, scheduled calendar in Google Calendar, that's for sure, with a lot of reminders. But um, I don't know, I'm very passionate about what I do. I enjoy my work. Um, It doesn't feel like work, you know, it feels like a career. It feels like I'm doing something to help others. Uh, I love my kids. So yes, obviously every mom gets tired, but you know, I know these years are precious and they're not going to be here forever. So putting them as the priority. Um, It is a jungle. I'm lucky I have a very supportive husband who helps out as much as he can. So that helps too. Perfect. I'm going to ask you some of our rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm excited. (laughs) If you could sit down and have a glass of wine with one woman living or dead, who would you want to sit down with for a conversation? Mm, Good question. Right. I think I'd always have to go with Oprah Winfrey. I grew Mm -hmm. up watching her shows and she was such a powerful inspiration for me, like so positive. I would love to sit down with Oprah and she has such a varied background. Like she really rose from the ashes and the amount of things that she's accomplished in her life and how many lives she's touched. Like I'd love to speak with her. Me too. What is your personal go-to well-being or self-care practice? Uh, that'll have to be a hot bath, bubble bath, sometimes with like lavender bath salts. Mm. And my husband will know I've had a bad day. When I come home, I say, I just need 15 minutes for a hot bath. I'll be right back. (laughs) And you close the door and you can't hear all the craziness going on. And that just gives me a, you know, a moment to myself for self-care, to reflect, to decompress. And then once I'm out of the bath, I'm brand new again. Yeah. It's, it's very much a reset, right? Do you have a favorite book or podcast recommendation? Mm. Or one that you've read or listened to recently, it doesn't have to be your favorite, but if you've picked up anything good or seen a, seen a good book, listened to a good podcast in the last little while. I recently started listening to the Mel Robbins podcast. Uh, It's brand new. She's just starting out, but I follow her on Instagram and uh, she's got a lot of interesting analogies that I really like. And one she shared, if you don't mind me, it's hers, but she was saying, you know, with the fall colors, uh, I just want you to think about fall as a metaphor for your life. And she says like trees they take all the water from the roots and they give it to the leaves to flourish. And the trees work really hard in building these beautiful leaves and they just, with the help of the sun, become these beautiful um, parts of of our world. And she says, but in fall, the water dries up and the trees can't support the leaves anymore and the leaves fall off and die. And she says, you know, think of yourself as a tree and 
the water that you're giving to everyone in your life, to your job, to your kids, to everything. And think about those as very precious resources. Because if we're giving all our water away, then we're left with nothing for us and our tree will die. So I thought that was a very interesting metaphor that, you know, she said, think about come spring, who in your life are you going to give water to? And who are going to be your leaves? And are there certain leaves that you may need to um, not support let or let go of or prioritize more or put some leaves on your tree for you? Yeah, so, that's, that is beautiful. I like that as well. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. Thank I, you for sharing that. Credit to Mel Robbins, but I really liked it. I, like, I'm, I have high five habits on audiobook. <laughs> Um, what does sisterhood mean to you? Mm. I have a sister myself. She's older and wiser and, you know, we're very close, but I find as I get older, sisterhood is very, very important. Like our husbands can give us support. Our family can give us support, but it's our sisters who are there through thick and thin and they have the same mind as us. They understand us they know the ups and downs the hormones the and I don't know I can't explain how important my good friends are to me like I wouldn't be the person I am today without them and I really am proud to be part of the why and women well-being I've met so many amazing people and I love that it's super inclusive and that you know we open our circle to everyone and I've tried to take that into like going to the schoolyard and there's a new mom who hasn't met anyone or, you know, just trying to welcome as many women as possible. Cause you never know which one's going to touch your life or be your next confidant or best friend. I love that. And yes, we don't know why people come into their, our lives or when they're going to come back into our lives. Um, so I love the bring everyone in, bring as many people as we can in. And my last question for you is, what advice would you give to your 16-year-old self? Wear sunscreen. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fitting for you. Uh, But seriously, I probably tell myself you're stronger than than you think you are and believe in yourself. That's beautiful. Julie, can you tell the ladies listening, if they want to find you, if they want to have a little refresh from Dr. Julie, if they're feeling like they need a little something, something in their life, um, how can they track you down? How can they find you online and in real life? So if they're using Instagram, I'm at Dr. Thompson, YYC. If they want to contact me, I'm at Golf Canada Square at Papillon Medical. So www.papillonmedical.com. And they can reach out on both of those. And I look forward to meeting them all. Thank you so much for being here with us, Dr. Julie Thompson. And thank you for being part of our community and always a big supporter and always such a bright light. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening, friends. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and recommend us to a friend. Head to winewomenwellbeing.com to find out more about what our community is all about and reach out to us on social media. We'd love to connect.
Until next time, stay classy, stay kind. <laughs>